Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. If you're listening to us in Richmond, appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. Presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. Spish, Cakes, EB, and JP. Talking about the hiring of Dan Quinn, former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, has been the defense coordinator with the Cowboys. I think we're efforting his former boss, and Jason was helping me out. I've always thought his name was pronounced Dimitrioff. Okay. And I was like throwing the I in there. Mm-hmm. I've seen him on TV before. Yeah. And it, Mike Florio, Florio pronounced, pronounced it. it Dimitrov. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that second I. Yes, so that's how you pronounce it. Dimitrov, yes. Dimitrov, okay. And, and Thomas Dimitrov worked with Belichick, Scott mm-hmm. Pioli for many years as a director of college scouting in uh, New England. And then, of course, in Atlanta, he was the GM for many years. Right. From so, 08 to 2020. Yeah. I mean, he was there for a long time. Yeah, had a long he, run. JP put a picture of Dimitrov and, and Quinn, and Quinn just dwarfs him. You know, <laughs> yeah. Dimitrov looks like a little, uh, just like skinny guy. Well, if you really want to see. Quinn's this huge guy. If you really want to see Quinn, like, look massive, go look at the shot of him when he was at Salisbury. Oh, he's he's a got big dude. the world's biggest shoulder pads on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the shoulder pads back when he's he was. He's a big dude. He was playing man. college football. Uh-huh. Like, were. It was a different era. He's like, uh, it's kind of Dan Campbell ish, you know? Yeah. Dan Campbell played tight end. I mm-hmm. get it. But, um, yeah. Big dude. All right, while we're waiting for Thomas, you want to take a couple calls sure, real quick? Sure, sure. Why don't we do that? All right, let's go. Let me see here. Let's go to Mike in D.C. Mike, what's up, buddy? What do you think? Terrible high, man. I'm from the era that you do not get anybody off the Cowboy staff. <laughs> Stupid. That's, that's a horrible idea. Stupid. Right. Stupid. Wait a minute. Right, go ahead. Dumb. Go Wait ahead. a minute. That is yeah. an immature I want to hear this stand. rationale. This is it. That isn't no. I'm gonna say it's immature stance, but that's the era I come from. Mm-hmm. Eb, I thought you were too. I expected you to rant, but you want you. You're not. No, because I don't that's have. I don't one. hate. I think it's good to take a guy from him. We'll get all the inside scoop on them. It'll help us scheme up against right. them. You get to play him twice a year. Yeah, it's I think advantage. it's good. 
Well, again, I thought you were from the era. I guess you were, because when you're from that era, you don't even take that to account. But I'm that was to like back in the James Washington so, days so Mike, when he came Mike, over you, here. Uh, Mike, you, you don't like that. that. That's where I'm from. I know I'm me too, but I'm mature. So, Mike, let me ask you this: you don't like the hire just uh-huh. be, you don't like the hire just because he's a former Cowboys Cowboy. coach. It's you don't think he's a no. bad coach. You just don't like him because he was a no, Cowboys no, coach. No, no. Uh-uh. I have a, I have a second point. All right. Now, I, I, now, if you want to look at it analytically, the man's a 500 coach. Right. He he only they only smack us around and teams like us around. Every time they get to a juggernaut or a team that's decent, they get punched in the mouth. Just the Green Bay Packers. They, the fans were complaining that the Green Bay Packers came in there laughing and whipping their behind and talking to them like y'all not. We don't care nothing about your defense. So they beat people. Like us, downtrodden, but every time they play a good organization, they get punched in the mouth if you want to look at it analytically about Dan Quinn. (laughs) Well, I look at his rankings, especially like the back-to-back years of number one ranked defenses in Seattle, and I understand that was a special group. Did they win a Super Bowl when he was there? Yes. Yeah. Well, EB, I I just think, you know what? You're selfish. You just want your name back. That's all. You want your name back. That is true. (laughs) I do want my name back, and I'm going to get it back. Thank you for the call. So, so I do want it back. According to Mike's philosophy, if if say say CD Lamb requested a trade to the Commanders for whatever reason, just wanted to come play for for Dan Quinn, he would say, you know what? We don't want CD Lamb on our team because he's a former. Well, you know the joke was dumb. I think. Somebody either he tweeted it or he told a reporter. Michael Parsons said, "I might go with him." Right, That's how I, much yeah. he likes him. He now he's that. obviously kidding yeah. or whatever, but he's, um, got, he's got a fair point about some of the good teams that Dallas played this year. But uh, <laughs> they did hold the Lions to nineteen. They mm-hmm. beat the Lions twenty to nineteen. Uh, but they did get hammered by teams like San Francisco. He's but proven his chops. He has proven it. You know, um, he's got a Super Bowl as a DC. Yes, he uh, took a team to a Super Bowl as a head coach. Yeah, give me a break. So you can focus on all the negatives, but. There are positives. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Cakes is flipping a little bit too because he was so I'm anti. Willing to, I'm willing to give the guy defensive a chance. Court, uh, defensive I'm not, coach. I'm too. not just going to punt him away just because he's a defensive coach that has a record similar that that smacks kind of Ron Rivera's record. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I know there are other factors at play here. Rivera's was actually better. I think he's better than Rivera by far. He's he's involved. He's emotionally involved. Yeah, I'm just uh, gonna, he's been was, innovative. Though. Not here. I know you're scarred by what happened here, right? But when he was hired, right, that I was don't think his that, reputation. I don't think that. Uh, my guess is, and I'm willing to bet on it, that he doesn't go into a shell and just becomes an arms folded guy. Yeah. I don't think so. But we have his former boss, who's now with uh, Sumer Sports, former two-time NFL Executive of the Year. He is the CEO of Sumer Sports. They bring the best analysis to the most popular sport in America, SumerSports.com. It is Thomas Dimitrov. Hey, Thomas. Gentlemen, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. We're having you on to uh, learn about Dan Quinn. You obviously worked with him for many, many years. Talk about what that run was like for you, what you learned about him along the way. Look, you guys guys are getting, I think, a fantastic coach. I'm, I'm so happy that he's back at the helm. I mean, I was thinking the last few years that he's been, you know, kind of trying to figure out the right place to go because he brings unbelievable passion unbelievable you know he's that kind of guy that's just a combination of really intuitive and bright communicative guy really gregarious you guys will love him in the media as well the fan base will love him the players i don't know how many people i've talked to players who have said they have never played for a coach that they've wanted to play for more than dan so it's a combination of, it's a combination of 
learning, of course, what he learned when he was with us during those years, and then coming back into that second time around, which I think is going to be fantastic for him. Thomas, take us back in time a little bit. Put us in the room with you when you interviewed Dan Quinn. What was it about him that jumped out at you that that made you say, this is our guy? You went back to Arthur Blank and said, this is going to be the guy to lead the Falcons And who else were you interviewing? I'm curious back then. Well, look, back then we were, we were interviewing, let's see, Josh McDaniel was up up there, you know, and you remember uh, when, when Dan was out during that time, I mean, he was the hot commodity. And, and mm-hmm. we knew, and Arthur Blank, you know Arthur, I mean, from, from being around the league and watching, I mean, he's, he's the guy that's going to go after his man. So when we were interviewing Dan, you know, again, he, he didn't miss a beat. He was one of those guys that was just, you know, again, look you in the eye because I'm a big believer in, you know, yes, there's a lot of people out there. You want an offensive coordinator, but I would say to anyone, anyone, you get the leader, you get the person that's going to have the room, both offense and defense is what Dan was as well, right? Sometimes coaches sway towards the side of the ball that they're, you know, obviously their background is, but Dan's the guy that gets the entire group. And that's something that was really, really impressive with him. And again, Arthur, knowing that he was the guy we were, we went, and, and I'm, I, I have no problem talking about this. I mean, I was when we had Mike Smith in, in uh, Atlanta mm-hmm. in the NFL, it's called 53. You guys know what that is, right? Final football say we, we wanted Dan so much that for a first time coach, we were given 53. I was turning over 53 to uh, a first time head coach. That's how much we believed in him. Mm. Thomas. Um, so a lot of the skeptics here in Washington are looking at his total record in Atlanta. Okay. And, and and I'm a I'm a pro Dan Quinn guy. Okay, we went to the same college. I actually I actually nice. I actually used to interview him on my college radio show at Salisbury <laughs> State back in the day. But um, yes. let me ask you this though: we have skeptics. A lot of fans are skeptics because of his total record in Atlanta. And I say, look, the, in the history of the Super Bowls, 65 coaches have taken their teams to Super Bowls. He's one of them. All right, out of all the coaches that have ever coached in the NFL, and it's hundreds, he's one of them. But what happened towards the end of Dan's run there when you were there as the GM those last three years? Why was why was he fired when when you guys went 0-5 in his sixth year? What happened to the team? Well, remember, I mean, look, I mean, there are certain teams out there and owners out there who, you know, think longevity a lot more than Arthur Blank. And, again, I'm, I'm, that's not a, a dig in any way. <laughs> Arthur is a competitive right. football and businessman, right? I mean, that's what he believes in, wins. And we just, it was the same way with our, our, our group before, the regime before with Mike Smith. I mean, we did some really, really good things. Again, Mike Smith won coach a year, three out of five years. And then he, we had two years and then Mike was fired. So just keep that in perspective. Mm-hmm. You, know, we, you know, Dan, again, we, we did a lot of really good things. And, and even beyond, everyone should know this, even beyond that 16 run where we get to the Super Bowl, we have that unfortunate loss, and, and it still gnaws at everyone, right? He came back in 17 and got too deep into the playoff. And quite honestly, uh, it could have, should have, would have, right? But we get there. If that game would have went just a little different against Philadelphia, we would have had a chance, I think, to, to make another run back in. So my point is that's very rare. A lot of times – Coaches don't bring their people back even to the – they don't even get into the playoffs. They have like a horrible year the year after they lose the Super Bowl. Dan's a guy that got, keeps everyone rallied, right? That last year, we just had a run of a year plus, a year and a half, and it was just unfortunate. We had some mistakes on different parts of, of the game, some special teams mistakes. And, again, 
remember, I mean, Arthur is about wins, Arthur Blank, and then ultimately we just decided that, well, he decided it was both of us. Remember, Arthur brought both Dan and I into his house after a quarter of the season and just said it was time. And, and that's kind of, that's, that's a strong approach from a businessman who believes in what he wants. And, and it's unfortunate. He told me recently as they were looking for other coaches, Arthur Blank did. He's like, look, I have such respect for Dan after having spent the time I have in, in interviewing more and more coaches. You realize what you have in, in the guy that you do have. So keep that in perspective, I guess. What do, you, what do you think from afar, and I assume you and Dan are still close, what do you think he's learned in those years since? Yeah, uh, we are close. And, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think, I think Dan looks at, you know, the three, four, or five things that, that he looks at that needed, needed to change, like anyone, right? Any head coach will sit back and they'll Can you look give at examples? Yeah, look, I, I, think, I think there are times when we, and this is both of us, there are a lot of these things I take together, right? I mean, I'm a big believer in the NFL and that, in that unbelievably important part of the communication between a general manager and the head coach. That relationship's massively important along with the head coach and the quarterback relationship. Dan had really good relationships with the players, as we did. We went a little too far with a guy like Julio Jones, right? So I think that's one of the things that he learns. Like, look, there's a, there's a time and a place for, you know, being the, the, the player guy, which he always was, and he'll never change that. But I think there's a place where you realize that you have to either move on from a player or, or not, you know, be, be – how does this sound? Be overly empathetic towards that player because – and, and your coaching staff, right? I think those are things that, that – people learn as they go through their, their career as a, as a head coach. And I would as a GM, and I know Dan would as a, as a head coach, knowing like, hey, there are times when you have to get into people and there are times when you have to potentially move on from people. And Dan's, to, to Dan's credit, Dan is not one of those guys that's going to stay with a, a you know, let's say a position coach or, or, or a coordinator too long. If he sees it's not working, I mean, he's got the, he's got the, 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 the stuff about him to make moves along the way and, and move on. So those are the things I think he learned along the way. All right. So you're the CEO of sumer sports.com uh, now, and I want you to kind of give me your analytical take on what Dan Quinn is walking into the commanders with Ron Rivera had a very disappointing year this season. Is this a team that is bereft of talent? How do you see it now? They do have cap space. They do have the number two pick. What should we expect here moving forward? Well, look, I, I, I can't comment too deeply on your team. I know I have a, a, a solid understanding of, you know, what you guys did last year and, and what was needed. You know, look, I'm a, as we all are, a big believer in where you're going at the helm at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. You guys are in a spot where you're going to bring in a head coach who understands about being around. I think a very good quarterback and Matt Ryan has a really good understanding of the offense. And that's, look, the other thing is really, really important to understand. Dan is – a, a like a personnel and a, an evaluation um, aficionado as a head coach. A lot of times those guys aren't like that, right? They kind of sit back and they let their GM, you know, Adam Peters, they let people do their thing. Dan's going to come in and want to be really involved in that way, in a really good way, gentlemen. It's, it's, he's going to have his, his, his prints on everything, again, in a good, productive, and, and communicative way with that GM. So coming in to look at what needs to be done, Dan is going to – He's not just going to be sitting back there with his legs kicked up working on the, on the playbook. He will be 
But that is something to be known about Dan. I mean, when he got into our place, man, he spent so much time learning about all the other positions on the field and the offensive side. So as good as he is as a defensive coordinator, he has a really good grasp of what is needed on an offense and what he wants in an offense. That's what I would say more than, than trying to evaluate your football team. Rest assured, he and Adam are going to be working really well side by. I don't think there's another head coach in there that's going to be understanding of the GM's role and working with them together, not in, a, in any sort of a, a power struggle way. He is really good that way, and that's vital in the NFL. Yeah, we want to ask you about the Adam Peters hire too, but before that, um, you, you talked about your time as GM and in the interviewing process. You decided on Dan Quinn, a defensive guy, and all the stats are saying now, we just ran through a bunch of them uh, previously, all the stats are saying that teams with offensive-minded head coaches are doing better now, and I know the league has changed you know, since you were there in 2015, but do you think um, the, the thought of hiring an offensive-minded head coach is overblown versus a defensive guy now? Do you think it's kind of, um, I don't know, I mean, is it, is it more valuable to hire an offensive head coach in your mind than a defensive guy? Look, I get the idea and the concept of it. If you have a young quarterback and you, you know, you want to make sure that you're producing on offense, we all understand how important that is, but I would never make that decision to hire an offensive minded head coach who wasn't a leader, right. In lieu of leadership and, and, and saying like, look, I'm just going to have this, this young offensive coordinator. And quite honestly, he's going to sit in his office more than he should. I, look, I've seen that time and again, not just on that side, but I mean, I have seen it. And I think it's important to step back and take a macro view on how you're hiring your head coach. And if that guy's going to have an ability to understand both sides of the ball and, and look, I mean, there's so many, there are so many benefits of having an acutely aware defensive coordinator who knows what kicks his butt over the years. I think Dan has a really good feel for that. And I think there are some really good D coordinators out there who do. Yes. I understand the benefit of a, of an offensive minded, you know, uh, quarterback, sort of centric head coach, but that to me only goes so far. And I, I just think Dan brings a well-rounded side. And I think it goes against the idea that, you know, look, they did what they did down in Atlanta, Raheem Morris recently. And their thought there is the same idea. Let's, let's get a guy in here who, who has the leadership ability to be at the helm and bring the team together uh, more than it has been in the past. Thomas, you have crossed career paths with new commanders, GM Adam Peters. You were both in New England in the early mm. 2000s. Uh, give us your impressions of him and how you think he's going to fare here in D.C. as the big boss. Man, you're making me feel old. I, <laughs> I look at all these, these, uh, these GMs that are getting their jobs now, and I'm thinking, wow, was I, was I that many years older than them? Adam, Adam is uh, – you know, Adam, when he spent time with us at, in, uh, in New England, you knew right away that he had a, had a long, long-range plan to sit at, that, at the big spot. And he's had an opportunity to be around a lot of really talented football men. He's not one of those guys who just got the job and, and got lucky. And, and that is one of the things that's a little bit of an agitation for me in the NFL right now. Sometimes guys just kind of squeeze in here and there. I mean, he was around the, the, the Patriot paradigm during those times when we were making a big run and being around, you know, Bill Belichick and Scott Pioli, who are very well known. Of course, we all know big football men. Then he moves over to Denver and spends time with, you know, when John Elway was there. And, and honestly, he got a chance to see all of the good and the challenging spots of, of, of New England, as well as being there in, um, in Denver around some of the quarterback stuff. 
as good as John Elway is as a football man, seeing some of what was going on there. Then he goes and spends fantastic time with, with really good football people out in San Francisco. He's, he's a guy that's going to come in, and he has a really good eye, by the way, back to that, which is what you want from your general manager. And I think he understands the, the importance of, of really molding and communicating with that head coach and that relationship being as, as, as important as, as it is. You know, again, he's not a fly-off-the-handle guy. He's a, he, to me, I think he's really grown into him being a really you know, focused, aware person in football. And I've had some good conversations with him before. Understands football really well. Played football himself, of course, at a high, higher level, UCLA guy. So he's just a well-rounded individual. Comes in at, the, in my mind, the perfect age after having such experiences around the league. Thomas, we're, we're loving talking to you. You don't have to say yes, but we have to pay the bills. Could we bring you back for a second segment? To we'll talk, make it. We'll pick make your it brain shorter. a little more. <laughs> you guys can bring me back anytime. I'll, I look forward to it. And um, how about low, uh, like, hold on for no, five minutes? No, no, we mean it for the next segment. <laughs> yeah, is that okay? I got a couple more yeah, questions. As, as long, I got it. I got to get my daughter to uh, to school, but um, you guys, you guys can bring me back. Let me let me work on this. Okay. We're talking to the former two-time NFL executive of the year who was the GM in Atlanta He's really with good. Dan Quinn as his head coach. He's, does he selling you on on him a little bit more? Sure. Okay. I'm not like I'm I'm open to him being successful. So we'll talk to Thomas Dimitrov next. A little bit more here on the Junkies. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live coast to coast on the Odyssey app. And Thomas Dimitrov Nice enough to rejoin us as we pick mm-hmm. his brain. He was 
Dan Quinn's former boss as the GM of the Atlanta Falcons, two-time NFL Executive of the Year. Now he's the CEO of Sumer Sports. Check him out at sumersports.com. I wanted to ask you about Belichick, uh, Thomas. How surprised are you? There were eight jobs open. Now I guess you can't count New England, but let's say seven jobs open and he doesn't get get a gig. What do you expect to happen for Belichick in the next year or two? You know, I have to say, like, I am floored. I I looked at that group of head coaches this year, and I was extremely excited as I was tracking it for a number of reasons. Uh, just not only the business I'm involved with right now, you know, in Sumer Sports, but also the coaches out there. I thought there were some very, very good coaches with unbelievable experience, some, a couple young ones that you guys are even potentially looking at in Washington. And my feeling was, there is never and will never be an opportunity for a group of owners and general managers to, to have an opportunity to hire a head coach like, like Bill Belichick. It's unbelievable, almost unfathomable in my mind that he did not get picked up. And it was a, kind of the way things were falling. I really do believe that. I think personally, as much people can have whatever thoughts they have about, about him at any level um, about not talking to the media as well as the, the way that they want him to. There is not a, a coach out there in my mind in the next three to four years that can bring your organization closer to a Super Bowl than Bill Belichick. And, again, the fact that it's a once-in-a-generation move and not done is is really is tough for me to understand. Hmm. Well, I wanted to touch kind of on that. Now that, that we have gone in the Quinn direction – um, I, I assume he's, you know, Belichick's not going to take like a D D coordinator job, right? He's going to wait his, and figure out his next spot. Who can we expect some names that you're familiar with and that you would recommend he add to his staff? You had, you talk about some younger guys offensively. Everybody around here is infatuated and in love with a young guy offensively. Give us some sexy names. You're talking about coordinators. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Or any oh, position wow. really. Yeah, look, I, I wish I could get you. I'm, I'm going to have to you're, – you're, you're catching me off guard that way on the young names. I don't want to just start listing. I mean, I've been around some really good young football coaches. Well, do you know these Kubiaks? Like, do you know the young kids, the, them? I, I know some of them, yeah. I mean, obviously it's amazing. As we said earlier, you know, you start seeing some of these guys. Uh, their, their dads were around when I was right. doing what I was doing, of course. So. There, there are a lot of young ones. I, I, sorry, I can't just start listing these guys off right now for you because I feel I really don't know where some of these kids are right now, if where they are with their with their deals. As you know, that's that's heavy in the league right now, making sure that you're you're approaching it that way. Uh, if you start popping some names out to me, that might be a little bit better. What about guys that he's worked with? Yeah, that, but we know he has the ability to put together an amazing staff. And just in that 2016 Falcons Chip, team, Chip, Chip Shan- Shanahan was there. Both LaFleurs were there. Mike McDaniel was yeah. there. Raheem Morris, who just got rehired by the Falcons, they were on that staff. So he can put that together. Well, and that's what that's what I'm ultimately saying. I'm thinking about that group. They're all they're all landing big jobs for the most part, right? You know, I'm a big fan of Michael Floor. I know things worked the way they did, and, and it wasn't, you know, it was tough at the Jets for a bit, and then he goes and, and resurfaces. But that whole group, with what I thought Dan brought to the table, back to putting together a good staff, which which to me is probably more of an important. Uh, he's a he's a realist when he comes in to interview and talk about who he's going to have. A lot of head coaches come in, and you guys all need to understand this. They start throwing out a whole bunch of garbage on the wall, and they, they have about 
a 2% chance of landing like even a half of that group. They think that it's going to win them over in the interview and the owner is going to be, you know, flipping around thinking that's amazing. But then if you have a, a smart general manager, as you guys do, they realize the, the probability of it and it, it works against them. So I think a guy like Dan will understand who he can potentially bring in and he's going to understand how important it is that that, you know, that those coaches also work with the personnel department well and the general manager. Remember that. That is vital in this league. And that's why, in my mind, you get a first-time general manager uh, in, in Adam Peters who has a great deal of experience along the way. They want to come into their first time at the general manager spot with the right head coach that they know are going to work together on everything. This is vital. That's why, and I'm not speaking out of both sides of my mouth, you, you look at a guy like Bill Belichick, who would come in, and he deserves it. He would have full control of everything, even if there were to be a general manager in the, in the office. That's what it is. With, with Adam, he's going to come in. He's knows, he knows he's going to have a partner who is going to respect everything he believes along the way, and they're going to work together on it. It is so important. You've seen it around the league years and years. I mean, I remember all the way back to when Marty Schottenheimer and A.J. Smith were out at the San Diego Chargers, two great football men. They were at loggerheads from day one. It's not that you don't want disagreements among your head coach and your general manager. You want to be able to go into the room alone, together, and, and, and talk about the team at so many levels and come out with a, with a unified opinion. And you don't want to be, you know, siloing where your coaching staff is over here and your per- personnel and management staff is over here. That's, there's no way to make a successful team and franchise in my mind I think I think they're very smart about how they put that together, and I'm 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 getting off topic a little bit from what you guys talked about, but it is very it's vital when you start putting together both staffs that they interact very well, and I can go into that a little bit more. Suffice it to say, coaching staffs and the scouting staffs work together in the in both of these guys' worlds. I'm talking about an Adams and Matt and uh, uh, Dan Quinn's where. They, they part, you know, when they're preparing for free agency and when they're preparing for the draft, they usually section out a scout or, a, you know, a personnel man with one of the position coaches, and they work together through the offseason and really hone in on a position after the scouts are off the road in their own normal, you know, across the uh, country. It's a, it's a really good way to approach uh, building the team. Joined by Thomas Dimitrov, former two-time NFL executive of the year, was Dan Quinn's boss in Atlanta when he was GM there. Now he's the CEO of Sumer Sports. Check him out at sumersports.com. You said throw out a name. I'm going to throw one that's been rumored, apparently interviewed for the Raiders offensive coordinator job, Chip Kelly. Did you cross paths with Chip Kelly, and do you think that's a possible fit here as an OC in Washington if he chooses to leave college? Look, I think Chip is really smart as a as an offensive coordinator. I mean, of course, things didn't work you know, work out in Philly as a head coach. But, look, I think the same thing about Josh McDaniel. I mean, unfortunately, I think Josh is the closest thing out there. And I think Chip is very close. And I don't throw genius out. I don't like doing that. I think it's completely overblown. But these two men are the closest to being experts in that area more than any that I've been around. And I think Chip has a great ability to come in, come back out after being around, uh, you know, how long has he been in uh, at UCLA right now? I'm trying to think. I want to say four seasons, about three or four years, I think, yeah. One of the things about bringing a college guy in who has a really good understanding of pro, which is what he does, is they have a really good grasp of the recruiting class, right? When Dan came in, 
Dan was around the college scene before he came back into the NFL, and we really thrived with his understanding and knowledge of the players out there through all of their recruiting. And that's a big thing, right? Beyond the talent, we're not worried about looking at the talent of these players coming out of college as much as we're, we need to know, know that we have a tap in to the personality, their character, their intelligence, their football awareness. And I think a guy like Chip not only brings the, the idea of all the really smart scheming, which is what you want to need, but also the idea that he is still tapped into the college scene, which can be helpful in putting together the football team. You know, getting to that, again, I'm not trying to catch you off guard. I'm not expecting you to have, uh, you know, exceptional opinions on some of these guys. But what about any of the young quarterbacks jump out at you? They got the number two overall pick. Uh, I'll say this. One of these guys is 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 is, is put in there like FU Notre Dame on his fingernails. And he's already the man and he didn't, doesn't want to be, you know, in Chicago. He might be on my foobar list. Foobar list. <laughs> I do. I mean, look, I, 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 I have spent some time looking at these guys. Of course, we see a lot of the different data that's coming along. And, and look, look, I think this is a great place to be looking for a quarterback. We, you know, we know Jaden Daniels. We, we know Drake May. You're, you're talking about someone that, I mean, you don't want to mention his name. Is that where you're going? No, you, got, you can, of course. Caleb. Caleb Williams. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, that's a really good group of four or five guys that I think, I think can come into a team and and really make a run on it now look quarterbacks we know that we know that the data on that i mean you there's there are a lot of there are a lot of misses along the way and again i mentioned this a little bit earlier having a having a, a head coach coming in who has an understanding of the ups and downs of the quarterback situation dan was very fortunate to come in and one of the reasons why he probably chose atlanta when matt ryan was rolling back in the day i mean now he's in a spot i mean you have a tough-ass guy at the, at, at the quarterback spot. Love what he does in a lot of ways. This gives him an opportunity to come in and know what you have and what's out there in the young young world of, of what we're alluding to with these three, four, or five guys. And I think I think it really sets up well for, for the team. Obviously, they're not going to go in the free agency market. It's not a real strong free agency market. Kirk Cousins, I mean, that was a big rumor down here in Atlanta that Kirk was going to come in here along with having a, a young guy in the draft, and then you could really develop. I don't think that's your, your approach there because obviously you already have a, a, you know, you already have a quarterback there who's, who's making his way. Not, not saying he's fully established, but obviously he has done some good things along the way. So pair him with, pair the young guys with someone like that, that they can learn from, I think is vital. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in the middle of a, uh, a carpool lane, and I have all these uh, Buckhead ladies cussing. All right, we'll let, you, <laughs> no, we'll let you go. Yeah, we'll let you go. Thanks. Let's go. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very, very much. Thanks for the time. Anytime, guys. We'll talk soon. Yeah, all right. Man, you've been more than gracious with your time. Drop yeah, it off. Very nice. School. Yeah, it's awesome. Some good insight. He gave, he gave you a lot of stuff. I, we had him on for 40 minutes. He gave you a lot of good stuff. Kids in school, Buckhead. Buckhead. Kind of fancy, Big yeah. That's where Mike Bray lives. Yeah. GM for many, many years. No, I know. I know he's, I know he's doing well. Trust me. I'm well aware. All right. We'll come back, open up the phone lines again, because we barely took any calls on your reaction to Dan Quinn being named the head coach of the Washington Commanders. You just heard from his former boss, the GM of the Atlanta Falcons, two-time NFL executive year, Thomas Dimitrov. So thanks to Thomas for joining us. We'll take some of your calls next, 800-636-1067. All right, experience the best lacrosse in the world this President's Day weekend as the PLL returns to the St. James in Springfield for the 2024 Championship Series. 
See every hit, every goal, every breathtaking moment as the top four teams of the regular season battle in six-on-six competition. The game is faster in every sense of the word with daily back-to-back games of intense championship series lacrosse. Fans over 21 can enjoy the Bar Down Lounge while taking in the action on the field. Secure seats now at PLLTickets.com. That's PLLTickets.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5g speed you need whatever takes you on the go t-mobile's got you covered find out more at t-mobile.com network today Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Talking about the commanders hiring Dan Quinn. You just heard from his former boss. We'll open up the phone lines at 800-636-1067. A couple other things to touch on. Uh, Diana Rossini, who's now with The Athletic, formerly with ESPN, reported yesterday that the commanders actually did talk to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And I think her report said that there were some in the, I don't know if it's the committee, but some executives were pro hiring Bill Belichick. Yep, he had some support in the room. There was pushback later on, I think, by the team that said, no, 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 that's not the case. Um, but that's swirling out there. And then EB wants to get into also swirling out there is that everybody's, the apple of everybody's eye was Ben Johnson. Mm, love that guy. And maybe he wasn't the apple of the commander's eye. Phil no, no. E.B. I think he was, potentially. I think they were very interested. Um, but th- there's an interview here we did where Mike Garofalo was on the Puck and Jim show, and you you listen for yourself. Stevens lose because so he could talk to McDonald, but also the lines lose so he could talk to Johnson. Piers, those were his two guys. What happened with Johnson? He was such a hot name. What happened in that process, do you think? Uh, I don't think he interviewed particularly well. Um, and I, I listen, I've, I've heard some rumblings before. <laughs> All right, let's back up. So Johnson withdrew, and he withdrew as Washington was flying to go see him, which did not go over well at all uh, with the Washington uh, organization at all. Um, but I believe he withdrew from two coaching circuit, coaching searches that he wouldn't have gotten the job anyway. So um, that's the old, you're not fired, and, you know, I quit. Or I'm not fired, I quit. One of those deals. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he really bowled people over in the interview process at all. Um, and I've heard that his personality is, you know, he's very smart, very bright, great play caller. 
Uh, but I've heard that his personality is kind of, um, I don't know, not the most gregarious guy, not, not a Mike McDonald type guy or even a Dan Quinn type guy. Mm. Uh, so I think that came across in the interview process. I, I, my belief, my belief is that he came into this, Adam Peters had Ben Johnson uh, as his guy. And Adam Peters was not the only one making the decision there in Washington, which is not to say that he's undermined, uh, but Rick Spielman was involved, Josh Harris, obviously the owner of the organization, Bob Myers involved as well. So it was four people who came to a collective decision, and it was not going to be Ben Johnson. Look at that. Again, he says, mm-hmm. he, his quote was, I don't think he interviewed well. He doesn't know that. He, somebody that's his, probably that's told him his that. thought. It's his thought. Probably well, somebody told him that. Doesn't it, he, mean it's correct. Now, if he knows it, he should say, I know he didn't interview well. Okay. Right? I'm just like saying, I'm, I'm, oh, so you're defending yeah. Ben Johnson well, here. I'm a little, I, just, I don't know how much I believe it. I believe it. And here's why. And I said this from the start. If they wanted a guy, whoever it was, they weren't going to let money get in the way. Like, they would have figured it out. Mm. They could, And Ben Johnson could be bought. Detroit ain't that great. And winning the Super Bowl as an assistant way different than winning the Super Bowl as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were going to go back to what they said during Peter's presser where it was about leadership. Of course. That's a big part of it, too. I mean, it's part of it, too. I can see him being like just an offensive whiz kid nerd that just likes to go into the room, dr- scheme up offense, and isn't big on doing the media, being the face of the organization. That's not so his I, thing. He's not. Yeah, he might then, not be but, a big leader of men. Right. Whatever it is, we can we can extrapolate and guess. But <clears throat> I believe that that I'm telling you. I if believe they that. Want, so, but the narrative, and this is what irritates me. The narrative is they whiffed on their guy, and he, and then they whiffed on this guy, and so they here they got their ninth choice in Dan Quinn. I'm mm-hmm. telling you that. Ben Johnson might have been their target. I actually respect it even more. Ben Johnson, this is what I asked for all along. Go to my tweet from four or five days ago. I actually hope they interview Ben Johnson and pick someone else. Like, because they, I want them to show that they went through a real interview process. And to me, it sounds like they did. You would always want that. Uh, by the way, it's not to say that Ben Johnson, let's say he gets a gig, he may have those personality traits. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not believing that. You may be successful. You don't have to have Correct. a certain personality but that's not what we trait. we were looking for. Right. But Peters and Josh Harris may have been looking for more of a Dan Quinn type right. than kind of an X's nose, mm-hmm. nerdy guy. Yeah. It can work out. Look, it's working out in Miami with Mike right, McDaniel. Like if you're a nerdy yeah, guy, you can, that's you a good can, point. You can have a lieutenant who becomes the rah-rah well, guy sure, it can while work you for do you. your thing. Like, yeah. It can work for him. I'm no. not saying he'll never be a great head coach. But that's not the quality they were looking for here. And if Garoppolo is correct and Adam Peters was really high on Ben Johnson before they actually met. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you don't really know his personality until you sit in a you room with him with for him. a few hours. Right. right. And if you want to choose a guy who's kind of like that nerdy offensive guy likes to go into the room mm-hmm. and draw up plays, but the head coach has to deal with so He's many do things. do more than that. Sure. Do you, if you don't believe that your guy can go in and command a room with all those guys and all mm-hmm. those coaches and deal with executives and, and fans and media – then yeah, it's not a good choice. He Dan like Quinn, a, Dan Quinn obviously right. can. Sounds like a wishy-washy wuss. Maybe. There are lots of different types Maybe. of coaches to be successful. Look, Andy Reid is different than Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is different than Dan Quinn. Yeah, they're different personalities. Yeah. And let, right. the next big for, thing, for really, this, the next thing we need to focus on, and it's probably two guys. Maybe you want to throw in Caleb Williams as the third guy. By the way, I read some stuff about his nails, like I did kind of a deep dive. Apparently his mom, you could say it's weird, 
has been doing his nails since he was 14. And some of the messages, Poobar. he's had a couple of messages like any of it. that have been negative, but some of them have been very positive. Like he painted the suicide and crisis lifeline onto his nails. So I just think you're probably making a mountain out of a molehill on the stupid I'm old school. Uh, nails. No, no, I'm old school. I don't really... You know, you, I'm not into that. It's one thing to to I'm paint, not into painting your nails. To paint, uh, you know, let's cure cancer. You know, but when you paint F Utah, I know you don't do that. All right, that that makes you look bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 look, I'm not saying. Look, there are definitely some things that are concerning. I wouldn't necessarily put them on a foobar list for me. He's or on the nails. Bar. Getting back to the um, coaches for a second. But but yeah. the next big thing is is the quarterback. Obviously. Like they've got the coach. So I think all of us. Also, and OC. I think everybody well, will have big. to give yeah. Quinn a shot here for a couple of seasons, and we'll see how it goes. I think that they are set up for success if Adam Peters picks the right players. And I think Dan Quinn obviously has proven he can be a competent coach. He took a team to the Super Bowl. What were you going to say? You were going to say something? Oh, oh I was going to oh. say, like, Gannon. Is it Jonathan Gannon, mm-hmm. the head coach of the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. Like, one of the first clips I saw of him trying to command a room, yeah. he looked like the biggest dork on the planet. Couldn't like, do it. <laughs> it was Cricketville. Oh, but, yeah. But that team, like, they played hard for him. Like, you could tell that team was going out there and trying to win games, even though people were saying, well, they're tanking. They don't have any motivation to win. They're they're tanking for Caleb. Like, these guys that aren't that great with the media or great in front of their players, maybe they grow into that as they, you know, assimilate to the gig. What? Even if it's not coming natural to them. Yeah. And also, you know? sometimes Look, every, the players every... are just going to respect them because they are brilliant X's right. and O's guys. They, Definitely. It, 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 it doesn't matter the personality if the guy is going to help them succeed. Yeah. All the players want to succeed. Every they personality all win. is different. All 32 coaches, they're all different mm-hmm. personalities. Some work, some don't. It's just like you said, when you go into a room and you are looking for a certain personality and he's completely opposite, okay, that's not your guy. It doesn't mean Ben Johnson wouldn't have been a good head coach. We don't know. He could go somewhere in three, four years and be a great head coach. But for Adam Peters and Josh Harris and all those, and Magic, he wasn't the guy. Dan Quinn, you know, he struck he, he he struck them because he has that type of personality that says, I can come in, command a room. And I think – Command I think a he, room, I got. I see what you're doing I there. I think he can. <laughs> Coming up next, it is Fridays with Feinstein here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas – Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.